Hey, welcome to Over Conversation. Once again, it's Sheldon. I have a special guest with me today. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to introduce yourself. Let everybody uh, know what you my do. Name, like. okay. Um, okay. My name's Whitney, and I host the podcast What the Fuck, and I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Nice, nice. So, so let them know like a little bit more about your podcast, like, um, like, like what is it about? So. My podcast is called. It's very explicit. It's called What the Fuck because my name's Whitney, obviously. <laughs> I basically just. Am I allowed to curse? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, because I tend to curse a lot. Uh, so my podcast is. It's basically talking about my what the fuck moments that I've had in my life and the shit that I've learned from it. I've been in some crazy situations where I've been a side bitch, where when I didn't know about it and yeah, just crazy stuff. So basically just talking smack about my own life and making fun of myself, basically. Okay, so, you know, we can stay on that narrative right real quick. Um... So, like, what's, uh, let me ask you a question. Let me just get personal with you. Um, sure. So, you're from Australia. You were uh-huh. born, born and raised. Um, Technically, so, no. I'm actually from New Zealand, but I live in Australia. Okay. Yeah. So, wh- so I've um, got a hybrid accent right now. I've got, like, a little bit of both. Okay. So, real quick, um, I'm going to do this. Um, where can people find your podcast? So, you know, I just... Where, where can we go and listen to it? iTunes, Spotify, it's wit, um, the F, asterisk, 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 because obviously you can't type okay. expellatives. Yeah. Right, Spotify, so iTunes, pretty much everywhere. So I'll link that once I post this. Um, sorry, so so what's your latest? What's your recent oh, what the fuck moment? Let's, let's talk about that. Oh, I'm, I'm literally about to record this podcast. And like I'm like I have to do this tomorrow because it is fresh off the press. This one literally happened to me last night. Um, I went on a date and, anyways, something in my mind told me that something was off about this guy. He was like, "No, I'm single." And then I just, you know, that female intuition hits you, and you know, you start digging on social media, and then bam, comes up like he's married. Oh wow! So you went on a date with a married guy. <laughs> a, a very long date. Got so hella wasted. So what do you mean a long date? Um, did you enjoy your time? Like, is this something that, like, since he's married, like, is he is it over or? Oh god, yeah. Gonna... Like as soon as, yeah, he even tried to deny it to me, and I was just like, boy, bye. Yeah. So I basically, <laughs> you know, block, delete, all that kind of stuff. But I was just like. How am I in this situation again? <laughs> like, so, <it's> good. <laughs> so it keeps happening over and over. Yes, so, and I'm just like, so, oh, and I'm just like, man, what the hell is going on? What am I doing wrong, Jesus? <laughs> um, all right, so tell me a little, tell me a little bit about Australia, because you know, you, you, we're in the United States. I'm in New York, so like, also you're in lot, New York, right? Yeah, a lot of the audience, you know, they're gonna be. You know, listening from New York and um, all over the United States. 
So just take us take us to Australia real quick. So take us to Australia. Well, I this is how I I've been to the states a lot because I used to travel a lot to North America with my old job. So this is how I like in Australia. There's two major cities, Sydney and Melbourne, right? I'm a lot of Americans will say Melbourne, but it's, we say Melbourne. Right. It's likened to New York versus LA. So Melbourne is the New York of Australia and Sydney is the LA of Australia. So Melbourne's a lot more artsy, cultural, it's more popping with music, whereas Sydney's more the laid back beach, bougie kind of crowd. So it's literally like LA and New York. That's exactly how, if no one, if you haven't been to Australia, that's how I compare the two cities. Which one do you like, LA or New York? You like Sydney or Melbourne better? That's it basically. I'm from New York, but you know, I've always been a fan of LA. Um, Just one of my, like one of my favorite city to go to, you know, I'm a Lakers fan, so I like mm-hmm. sports. So I always try to, you know, every chance I get, I try to go to LA. And, um, I love LA. Beautiful city, man. Um, so t- tell me about like the culture, like, you know, like the food, like what kind of food you guys, the, the music, take me. The music, know. well, I think we're very influenced by the US and music. So basically, Probably New Zealand has a lot more hip-hop than Australia does. Australia is, they like hip-hop, but it's not like the major music genre here. It's like pop and all that. Whereas in New Zealand, it's very much hip-hop oriented. Um, The food here, because we're so close to Asia, we get amazing Asian food. Okay, so you you get the, um, like a little bit of the the Asian culture well like, yeah it's very because like, it's, it's literally well to us it's close like eight hours flying is, is your closest fuck to an, in australia because you know for us to travel to the u.s like for me to come to new york i'm flying for 26 hours wow yeah um, so yeah, definitely a long flight so it's it's two flights yeah um so you're very close to like we're really close to bali so um you know like Bali, you know, Bali is like the Cancun for Australians, or the Jamaica for Australians. Um, really close right. to, we have a lot, like a, a lot of Vietnamese population, Chinese, Indians. So we're, it's really a multi, it's like a melting pot. The big differences for me is obviously we don't have that many um, Australians of African descent, and we don't have many Latinos because it's just due to proximity geographically right, right? yeah right. I, I, I agree with that you know um, so let's let, i'm gonna take it i'm gonna go back a little bit because you said you mentioned something about women intuition earlier uh-huh um is that like take me explain that to me for uh, especially a lot of the male audience that's listening like you know i you know i spoke to my friend even a, a couple days ago you know about about is is woman intuition a real thing? So, this if you could touch base on that, like, mm-hmm. well, I definitely think I don't even know if a woman's intuition is the correct term because it's so overused and misrepresented. I don't feel like it tr- really accurately reflects what it is. It's just like this instinctive gut feeling 
that <laughs> something's not right and you just it's like you as a female you're compelled to investigate like you don't know what it is but something is just pushing you to open that facebook and start searching names <laughs> but it's so, real like i had so, no explanation for why something felt off in the state like he didn't do anything wrong i didn't like there was no red flags but there was just something niggling at me and all, there's nothing i could put it down to except it was like my gut instinct so so you found out i was married so what's next like um what's your craziest like i know you spoke about you like your your recent like oh. what was the craziest thing the craziest was probably i got into a relationship with my uber driver <laughs> yeah. Two-year relationship. Two-year relationship. What? And it was solely based off that he was the cologne he was wearing. Really? So you just like you had a nice cologne on and you no, just fell in love. No, it's not just a cologne. It's the cologne. I'm like, fuck any man that wears Bleu de Chanel from here on in. <laughs> yeah, if so any, any of you, are, any of you fuck boys, if you're really <laughs> wanting a magnet, that's the cologne you need to be buying. <laughs> so there you go, fellas. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So when I, like, so when I come to Australia, I'm gonna just put that cologne on. <laughs> you, and you better not come around me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so t- t- tell me a cool, like, you know, like I usually talk about sports, but you know, I have like a platform where. I open up to a lot of things, a lot of, um, a, a lot of, you know, a lot of different topics, and you know, I try to, you know, I try not to be limited to one thing. So, I'm gonna just ask you one thing: mm-hmm. if there's one thing you can take from the the American culture and and implement it in Australia, what would it be? Oh, that's a very easy one for me. It's the confidence. Like I just find the the big difference between the cultures. You know, we speak the same language, but we speak the same language. We eat the same food. We wear the same clothes. We watch the t- same TV shows. We listen to the same music. But culturally, we're very very different. And the more time I spend in the states, the more I see the differences. For me, the big differences in particularly in men, and it, to me, it tends to go across. It's not. It goes across race in the states, but American men just seem to have this really self-assured confidence about themselves that we just don't have because in our culture, it's like hum- being humble and not bragging about yourself is highly revered. So, right. like you so really try to deflect compliments because that's not cool to be up yourself. So you guys are more like so a person like me like from New York where you know we're we're really on the edge and like we're really bozy and you know is and we put pride first you you think we'll rub, rub people the wrong way if we're, we're like that out there I yeah yeah some sometimes <laughs> but no yeah. but you know everyone loves New York you know it's, it seems so exotic to Australia because it's literally you can't get further away on planet earth then from Australia to New York. So if you're from New York, everyone's like, oh my God, you're so lucky you're from New York. But but like when I, every time I go to New York, I get a little bit claustrophobic. 
but the, I find that the people are actually really nice once you get below the surface. People are really <laughs> friendly and shit. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You really have to get below the surface, you know, because most of the times, you know, we just on the go and, you know, and we don't really open up open to people too much unless mm. unless there's a reason you know but once you get to know it's really really like you know, we're really I think I get away here. with more though because as soon as I open my mouth they hear my weird ass accent and so people <laughs> kind of soften towards me they're like oh you know they start to get a bit intrigued because I look Latina like I'm kind of <laughs> so people are really confused they're like you're like look Dominican but you got this weird ass accent so people start asking me questions like oh where are you from and they're like oh what state is that and I'm like no girl that's another continent <laughs> definitely yeah, the, like the other side of the world like what like <laughs> right now it's 7 a.m. In, in New York it's really, really early in the it's like what yeah. time is it? I think it's 10 10 30 p.m. almost and we're a day ahead so I'm in the future yeah, so you're so it's ten PM? Yeah, it's ten thirty PM on Wednesday night. Okay, wow. So yeah, so you guys are like way ahead. Mm-hmm. So far away. Um, all right, so cool. So another question. You know, what about the sports? The sports. Like, you you guys what's what's you guys number one sports out there? Uh, in Melbourne, in my state, it's definitely Australian football. Like, we call it Aussie rules. AFL. Okay. I don't know. Probably it's not. It would definitely not be that big there. Um, but we're really into, like, rugby rugby league or rugby union. And then the, the third biggest one is Australian rules. Oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. um, do you guys play, you guys play cricket as well, right? Um, oh, yeah. Australians are really big on cricket. Yeah, yeah, it's like, do you, are you familiar with with baseball, like in the rules? Not really. Like, no. But I think softball's big here, but not baseball as much. Okay, and um, I just noticed, uh, you know, a couple of years, you know, in the Olympics, you guys has been doing real well with the uh, with, with the basketball, with the national basketball league. Yeah. You guys have some amazing players that came to the NBA and doing well. So definitely, uh, what I even New Zealand. What's that guy's name? Steve. Uh. Um. Steve, Stephen Adams. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he played for uh, Oklahoma City. That's it. Probably, probably one of the top top ten best players in the league in the NBA. So it's, you know, so tell, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like, you know, you, you know, you talk, you speak about this, you know, what the, what the hell moment. Mm-hmm. Just, just take us a little more, you know, depth of that. Uh, what else? So are you talking about any, you want me to elaborate? Any, anything, elaborate, anything. The thing, this I is, mean, right. So the, my first, my last few episodes has been more about on my tragic relationship stories. But the one that I'm, I'm really into money hacks. So, you know, I'm like from the, you know, Gen Y. Are you, are you, would you be considered Gen Y? Um, no. 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 Yeah, so I'm like 33, but so like, I don't know, I'm guessing the house prices are super expensive. 
over there but what I did my latest podcast episode on I was talking about balance transfers and how I used how I used it to buy me a house using the bank's money and then I made like 85 grand by not having to do anything so that's do you want to go more in depth with that yeah sure so yeah you know you know the credit cards you know usually balance transfers is that what you guys call them as well over there yeah yeah it's the same thing got it okay so usually you know balance transfers are aimed you know at the banks they're targeting people that have quite a high level of debt right mainly credit card debt so maybe you've got two three four cards and you want to put it into one loan to easily manage what I did was I balance transferred a personal loan that I took out, which was like only about $10,000, but I actually used it to buy, to put towards a deposit on some land here in Australia. And I, and then I made such a $85,000 when it, when it increased in value, right? So because of the balance, the thing is that balance transfers are aimed at people that are generally have a high level of debt anyway and how they make their money is you know they may give you zero six or 12 months interest free but then where they fuck you over is that they're counting on that you're not going to pay that amount back in that time and then they double the interest rates once the zero percent right terms over right so that's really what they're banking on but if you're smart about it you can use the balance transfer, put it onto a card that actually has no debt, and then basically use it as a lump sum loan that has 0% interest and use it for whatever. Build your side hustle, build your online store. So that's basically what I was talking about. I was thinking, you know, we need to get smarter with using the bank's money to our own advantage. Right. You know, I always like, uh, I always preach that, you know, with everybody I know, like, you know, friends and family like you know you have to use you got to use the system somehow because you know to, to build your, your brand and build your business because you know somebody somebody has an idea and somebody is always going to be willing to invest in what your idea is is just just as you say you got to find those little life hacks yeah you got to find those know, loopholes to, to, right um so let's go on a simpler level like Tell me like a couple life hacks that you do go through on a maybe on a daily basis or daily basis. Um, what I usually do is so uh, like I travel a lot. So I'm going to Europe in August. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna look for a credit card that gives me, you know, quite a lot of like AA miles or something like that, right? Right. So to like give me a free flight or something. But so what I'll do is a lot of the time in order to get the, say if it's 70,000 miles for free when you sign up for this new credit card, I have no intention of really using it as a credit card. I'm just wanting the free sign up points. So what I'll do is often you they require you to have a minimum spend in order to get that points. It might be $1,000, $2,000, right? So what I do is I get this new card, then they say you've got to, you know, spend $2,000 within the first 90 days or whatever. I go buy a business class ticket to fucking anywhere because the business class tickets are fully refundable. 
So I wait out the 90 days and I'm buying the business class ticket for like six or seven months away, right? Buy the ticket, uh, buy the ticket, get my points, refund, get my business class ticket refunded, cancel the card. (laughs) So you get what you need and and you you basically, thank you, goodbye. That's that's definitely a smart way to... um, yeah, and you get a good you get a good trip out That's of it. That's right. How often do you how often do you travel? Um, I used to travel about six seven times a year, but now um, I'm traveling probably once a year. So this year I'm going to perfume school in France. Okay. Yeah. So what changes? Like, what? Why did you slow down? Well, I used to in my in my twenties I was I sought out a job that I got a lot of international travel because that's just what I had always wanted to do in my teenage years but you know when you start to spend 12 16 weeks on the road every year it's like I basically had done my mileage I was like you know what I've seen enough places for free 99 which was the goal it's you know I want to (laughs) stay home and bake shit and do my garden now okay so now you're gardening and you actually you know you're going you're going on dates so what's the goal like do you want to get married or like yeah well I'm 33 now I probably quit my job that had a lot of travel in it two years ago at first it was really hard to unwind when you're used to traveling a lot you get your you get addicted to the um you get addicted to the adrenaline of constantly being in a new place, meeting new people, and not really being bound by your usual normal identity at home. Your family is not there, your friends are not there, what people's expectations are not. So you tend to like get a bit loose, right? right? <laughs> but right. well, it's, it's almost like a it's almost like a a false sense of who you want to be versus who you are if that makes sense so yeah, it was it hard to give that life up and I didn't realize it at the time but now so basically so basically you just go like anywhere and then you could basically be whatever you want to be with no real no consequences it wasn't so much about right. the consequences but it's the no inhibitions and so I for me in my early 20s I used to feel like oh this is who I really am when I'm overseas because I'm not afraid like you know to take more risks or do things I wouldn't usually do at home so you start to chase that feeling of kind of freedom all the time so in order to get more of it I would travel more I'll travel to more places I would try crazier shit you know what I mean so you just keep upping the ante Right. Um, but then it's like, you know what? I you can't hold down a relationship when you're out of the country four months of the year. So okay, so uh, let me let me ask you uh-huh. this: what what do you what do you look for in a relationship? Like, oh, you know, you, what what what's your expectation? Like, like what's your on a first date? On a first date. Like, take me yeah, take me on a first date. What what would be the ex- expectation? From, a, from the man point point of view, uh, what 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 would make you want to go on a second date? What would make me want to go on a second date? I think. Yeah. Uh, what mm-hmm. would, also what what would be like a turn off? A turn off. Mm. Yeah. 
Just start with like, what would make you go on a, on a second uh-huh. date, and what would be a turn off would, would not make you make you just cancel and say, you know, never mind. And what's your word, weirdest date you ever? Oh, met? so many. Okay. So many. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I like to throw that. The first right, one would be I I really like it if the guy asks a lot of questions to me because I don't know how guys feel but I feel that the woman tend to we ask a lot of questions and it can come across as interrogating for me though I would love for a guy to ask me lots of questions because that means it shows that they actually have an interest in my life or getting to know me it's like oh what do you do you know past the usual what do you do for a job what are your hobbies like like real shit like um someone asked me like like what are your like values in life or what are your goals in the next five years or it doesn't even have to be financial just like some on some on a bit deeper than surface level that would really garner my interest because that would think oh shit he actually is taking an interest in learning about me and that would make me reciprocate and be like oh you know he's really putting in some effort here that would probably be one um and to be honest I think I would expect the guy to pay on the first date I don't give a shit after that if we go hard I pay but I don't know I'm the old school so I would expect him to pay on the first date it would just it's not so much about oh, I'm the shit and he needs to pay for me. It's more about, I think what I'd be looking for at 33 years old is just a man's intention to want to provide. He doesn't have to. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I know. You know, I was brought up in a household where, you know, like my father just wanted to like take care of the household and that's, you know, that's what he did. And that's, you know, I was was brought up on those values where, you know, the men, the men's supposed to be the provider. So I mean, I'm, I have no problem like with, with with that statement as well. But you know, it's, we're we're approaching a new generation, and not only a new generation, but the way the older generation is starting to think on you know and change their thoughts and believe on things. So you know, I hear it a lot. A lot of guys like, nah, I'm not gonna, nah, you gotta, you gotta go 50-50 or you know, nah, we gonna go, we maybe go for drinks like. How do you feel about that? Like, you know, because I, I tend to hear it a lot. I think the issue you know? is, and that's this is what I feel is being the tipping point is there's, and this is because this could be really controversial, and because I'm a female saying this, but I feel like in a we don't even realize, but there's a lot of us females out here is emasculating men, like we don't let men be men. So right. it's like we want all this equality, but then it's like, well, if you think like, you know, an apple can't be an apple, like, an apple can't be an orange. It's a fucking apple. You know what I mean? So right. I just feel that there's a lot of times that society has kind of stuffed us up as women because we don't appreciate the core instincts of a man and we can't understand it because we're not men so we kind of right so say for let me give you an example a woman 
you know, if I'm like with my girlfriend or with my friends, if we, co- if I make a complaint to one of my friends and I say to her, you know, you're really flaky with texting me back. I really need you to like just have some follow through and start texting me back consistently. It really pisses me off when I send you a text and I don't get a reply for three days. That will, that, that, that um, approach will work female to female because we don't like complaints so we will respond and then you know my friend will be like oh shit you know I'm going to get better at it and all of a sudden I'll start seeing her respond faster to me that approach doesn't work with a man but yet us as women we complain we you know when we're not getting our needs fulfilled we complain thinking that the same way that it works with a female to female is going to work female to male but complaining don't right. make a man give you what you need. It turns him, it like shuts him down. Do you get what I'm saying right. now? I get, I get what you're saying. What, 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 what exactly do women need um, out of relationship? Like, you know, it's real simple. Men need appreciation, acknowledgement, and sex. Right? Females need attention, understanding, and connection. It's three and three. Okay. That's it. Right. Uh, you know what? I agree with that. Um, I don't think it's when I say I'm about emasculating is that I don't feel I feel like as much as, you know, the whole Me Too movement and I'm so for equal female rights. I feel that we there's not enough times where us as females, we give men appreciation and acknowledgement for the things that they do. Like right. something simple as I like, mean, oh, I'm cold, babe. And then he goes to get your coat. Like, we don't say thank you for that shit. Like, that's, a man doesn't provide just with money. A man provides him like, you know, you're cold. He'll put a jacket around you. That's providing you with, the, he doesn't want you to be cold. You know, we think of providing as only one dimensional when actually a man provides in many ways for a woman. But we don't say thank you and we don't acknowledge it enough. We just think that right. they know. Yeah. We think that they know where you're thankful when we they don't know and it, where, where, where do you think is that this you know the difference happened like where do you think that changes because you know it, it wasn't always like this like you know women like, is it the men's fault like do you blame men with why women are more in their masculine frame now and and they don't they don't like men be men or like I don't blame men I don't I do I don't blame men I think that men and I know that a lot of women be like oh you're like sounding really anti-feminist and that's absolute bullshit but I feel like blaming men for any inequality doesn't fix our inequality it just further emasculates them so I don't know, I wouldn't blame men for making us more masculine. I almost feel that we're not, I don't think female, like growing up as a young girl, like a father, your father teaches, like you'll probably learn how to be a man off your dad, right? Off your father. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah and then for me, as a, as a female, I learned how to be a woman off my mom, but yet we don't really learn how to deal with each other like I never learned how to understand men from anyone especially not my dad 
Like my dad's job was to raise my dad, my my brother to be a man. My mum's job was to raise me to be a woman, but there wasn't really that crossover on this is how I'm, my, my mum's going to teach my brother, this is how women think. My dad didn't teach me this is how men think. So I think there's like a disconnect. Okay, from, from, from growing from up. From growing up, like, because we only so stick, you, yeah, we're only, it's very one-dimensional. Okay, so you think that should be like, that should change, like, you know, like, if you have, if you have kids, would you do that approach, or? Yeah, I think, I think what it comes down to is we're not, we're, we're not wanting to understand each other. We're still thinking of, particularly women, because women are mad, mad, women are pissed at the moment. So they're, but they're constantly saying men aren't doing this, men are doing that, but we're not actually sitting back and being like, how can we better understand men? Because we treat women, we treat men like hairy versions of us. Right. It's like, you know, how come you didn't think that when I didn't say that, that that's what I meant? Like, <laughs> like that doesn't make sense <laughs> when you break it down. It doesn't fucking make sense. We're angry at something. We're angry at a, we're angry at our husband, our boyfriend for something that we didn't say to them, but yet we expected them to just think, like, read our minds. Like, if that shit doesn't make sense. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I have to, uh, I, get, I get, you know, I get what you're saying, 100%. Um, I, you know, there's always going to be a lot of different, you know, the way people feel about this, and I just think women in our has evolved, you know, and I can't knock you guys for it, you know, and I just think men, some men just need to step it up. But, uh, yeah, you know, I agree. Agree. Like some, yeah, right. there's, there's, there's always, there's, there's a lot of men out there that just need to like level the hell up. Right. Yeah, but they, it goes both I, ways. I definitely see it. Yeah, you know, so next question mm-hmm. for you, you know, like, so let's talk about the worst date you've ever been on. The worst date. Well, last night was pretty close. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. It's late. Well, he was also like, and I'm not usually, like, I'm not even that tall. I'm five seven. But you know when you get catfished a little bit, and like, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. So, wait. So you was catfished? Well, last night. it wasn't. Uh, I, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Explain, explain that part. Because like, he said he was shorter, and it's like I was expecting. Oh yeah, maybe he's around my height. Because you know, five seven is not that tall for a man. Okay. This dude yeah, was like, I swear, like five four, and I was in heels. Wow. Yeah, and you know that's like a big difference. I'm literally like looking down. So how how did that affect you, like? Were you were you turned off right away? Uh, I think I let it go because then you know we were in a booth, we were having some drinks, and you don't really <laughs> notice the um, the height difference as much. But it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth that he didn't, he wasn't upfront about it to start. Okay, so he's he's a married midget. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> and his name fucking Jesus. So I'm like, oh, oh, now I got me a midget Jesus. 
<laughs> so I was like, really? I think you're a, a married midget Jesus. I'm like, are you for real? Like, I, I, you know, I'm old now. I'm not, I'm not 25 anymore. It takes a lot for me to go out after work on a weekday. Right. And then I'm so like, and this, this is, is what like... the fuck I signed up for? I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, Wait, so best, how, how did best you... believe I got lit last night because there was nothing else to do. Oh man, so you, you enjoy your night? You I did enjoy boy. my night after like twelve cocktails. Did did, <laughs> did he pay for the he, cocktail? Yeah, he did. Every fucking single that, one. Of and of that's course. it. I'm like, you better bring out so, that card, it, Jesus. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, if you're 5'4", you better fucking have that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you have no other option. You, Especially you know, you, now you're married. I should have I should have made him spend 700 instead of 500. <laughs> so what's your drink? Like, Ooh, what? I'm a big gin drinker. So you like gin? I love gin. So, but my drink, like if I have one drink, it's definitely a Negroni. I never had a Negroni, so explain explain. What a Negroni is, 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 is you have to have a really <clears throat> sorry, you have to really like bitter. So Negroni okay, is so it's, it's no mixer in it. It's um it's one part gin, one part Campari, one part vermouth. Okay. And then you put like a twist of right. orange in it. It's similar to like a old fashioned, but with gin instead of whiskey. Oh, nice. I, I mean, so something I have to look forward to trying. But all right, so he definitely he, he definitely pays for. It. And what you what did you guys eat? Did you guys just have drinks? Well, or? that's the issue. Is like I I can't like hold it. I can't hold my liquor like I used to. So we were, <laughs> you know, we started drinking, and then you know I'm from New Zealand, and there's like a a stereotype because I'm actually native, like indigenous New Zealander. Right. And you know we have a we have a stereotype that you know we can hold our drinks quite a lot. Um, and so then he so I was basically proving his point yesterday, according to him. So yeah, we drank a lot. We probably I think I probably had like nine, ten cocktails on my own. Wow. So you you don't only prove it by drinking. You prove it by you know he's gonna no, look at the, the check. I haven't and, quite made it to Cougar. Yeah, I'm still that baby Cougar. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, so you guys had a meal, and yeah, I think so, we just like he. We just ooh. ordered some nibbles like at the bar, but it was it, we were basically drinking. Okay. All right. So, so you got catfish. Right? Uh, yeah. I really did. <laughs> but you, but you made it up in drinks. That's it. So when you got home, all right. Right. Did he text you or oh, he did was you reach trying, out to him? Oh my god, and this is what was so frustrating. I was like, I feel like I'm 21 again, witnessing witnessing him pull these lame ass moves. Because he was just like, oh, let's get dinner and I'll, I'll get a takeaway and I can come to your house. I'll just eat, then I'll get an Uber home. I'm like, do you think I'm fucking stupid? Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> wait. Yeah, oh, he was, he was not, trying so, so hard he's like I just need a massage my shoulders are so sore and then that didn't work so then he was like you know how wait. much time I've invested in you I've been chatting to you for 7 hours I don't do this shit I'm busy I'm an entrepreneur and I was like I don't give a fuck 
So, you, you know, I guess he looked at the check and said, you know what? I spent five fucking hundred dollars. Yeah, but you know what? He, you know what? He kept, he was going on and on all night about he works 20 hours a week, six months a year. He, you know, he sitting pretty in a penthouse. I'm like, well, this ain't shouldn't be shit to you then, boo. <laughs> you, aren't you Jesus? So, Can't you just click your fingers and some money will be there? Wow. <laughs> so wait, so he, he invites herself to your house. Yeah. Uh, and then I was just like, horrible. to prove his point, I let him come to my house and then I kicked his ass out. So I was like, <laughs> I'm a proof to you that my boundaries are my boundaries. Right. Maybe if you hadn't catfished me, you maybe would have got some. <laughs> so like what do do women know like all right, let's not even speak. Do you know right away when you're gonna have sex with a guy? No. I think for oh, yeah. women it's not because you know, like and like if you're chatting on Tinder or Bumble, whatever, a guy can wanna fuck you without having met you. Yeah, right. you know, like you know that they're DTF. I feel like for me personally, I don't think I've ever had that. I've always had to meet them first. Maybe it's just also part of it is being a woman and then you're instinctively a little bit more guarded until you feel safe. So you feel like, oh, I've got to meet him first just to make sure he ain't going to murder me. Not that that's a really amazing filter, but in our head, that's how we're thinking. So usually for me, right. i got to meet them and then see if there's a connection. And for me, it usually grows. It could be growing okay, so over weeks, that... months, or like even just progress from in one night, but it's not like instant for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, men is more, more, we more start from the outer and then we go in. Yeah. You know, to like, you know, it's a little different. Not all men. Yeah. You know, some men just, just get, you know, so emotionally caught up in, in, that's when things I, I don't want to speak about that yet but I think men are a lot more visual than us because you know like right. a, a like you know a guy gets a pussy pick or a tit pick like they're they're all about it but for me when I'm like getting up to go to work and the first thing I get hit with is a dick pick like I'm like block like yeah. dick pics I don't I feel that dick pics don't really do much for women like it just it doesn't turn me on at all and every girl that I've asked every woman that I've asked that does nothing for them <laughs> nothing like yeah, but yeah. if you send a text that like your thing is you, for a woman it's more about the imagination if you could give me the option of getting a dick pic and it could be like my ideal dick like huge whatever whatever's your whatever's your taste and then you or, and then you can have that as an option or an option two would be a text of like what they're gonna do to you tonight like give me that one any day right it's more yeah. about like I can imagine my own head rather than seeing your dick at 9.30 in the morning <laughs> yeah you know I've never been in that like I've never been the type of you know like unless somebody asks me you know let me see it then I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll say, I'm not going to pop up and be like, oops, here, here go Big Dick in your fucking DM. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think that's just so corny. Like, I just, not, you know, like, definitely never been that guy to just. 
automatically. You asked for it, yeah, I fucking sent it. <laughs> That's it. But wait for I'll us send it. Got it. You're onto it. Right. Wait for yep. us to ask for it. That's when you know we really fucking horny. Right. If we're asking for a dick pic, we like we about to get the vibrator out the drawer. If you ain't giving it to us, <laughs> like. Right. Yeah. That's you know. That's fact. I've never been like. I, I hear female talk about it all the time. Like you know, my DM be crazy. Like you know, guys send fucking. I see guys getting exposed on you know, Instagram. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like that's just beyond. Like that's just taking it too much, too far, too far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I've never been that. I mean, if a chick sent me naked, like new pic, I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, and then, you know, if you're on that level, it's fine. You know, like, I have dated girls where, like, I'll be at work and I get a picture popped up. And then, because we already on that level, we have that effect. That's it. it. That's right. it. You know, like, so, but other than that, like, nah, I'm not just going to pop into my random DM and just be like, hey, dick. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for us most of the time. Okay. So, so as you said, you have to like, you know, the affection has to be built up for you, for you to know you, if you're gonna have sex with a girl. Yeah. Or to me, I can be sexually, physic, and physically attracted to someone at first sight, but the wanting to fuck them—that's not the same thing for me. Right. I could be sexually attracted and be like, "Damn, he's fine," but I won't be like, "I need, I want to fuck him right now." To me, they're not the same thing. Right. So that 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 takes time. Um, that takes time. What's let, let me ask you this? What's the worst sexual experience like from a men aspect? Like, oh, were you like, were you like the fuck? <laughs> There's been so, uh, and you know what? I I I I've got to I keep telling all my friends, we gotta stop faking these orgasms. <laughs> we gotta stop faking them. But I've faked it so many times, it's ridiculous. Wow. I'm like, I'm not doing anything for either of us by doing it. <laughs> so what? Why do you? Why do women fake orgasm? Is it is it to end it like faster or not is it a way? That, you have to remember that like. And like an innate need for a woman is to get like a lot of the reason why we have sex is about the connection that's why we get all types of fucked up after we've had sex because we're literally bio like it's in our biochemistry that we get emotionally attached to a man after we've had sex and they're like they call it the bonding hormone and it lasts for like two or two to three weeks, right? So right. like we're blowing up your fucking phone, we're like stalking your social media, and we we're literally compelled. We cannot control it, right? <laughs> so a lot. I'm dead serious. Whereas a guy can only last two to three days. If we're fucking you twice a week, that bonding hormone doesn't fuck off, right? You know, because so- it lasts two to three weeks each time. It's each time you have an orgasm. So what my point is, I'm getting at is a, a females when we go to have sex not all the time but a lot of the time it's driven by us wanting to connect with him not so much actually about the sex so for us we're feeling like if we fake it that we're connect we're like 
we're giving him something he wants which is because what we want is connection from him right so you you, you feel we're trying to please him we're right. trying yeah we're trying so to you make think him eventually if the connection you know because i always felt like you know sexual sex sex for women is always going to be mental first and then physical you know last so like do you guys do that to with, with hopes that you know eventually he can really make you have an orgasm or no no so, i think a lot of it is to do because we know we instinctively know as women that a man wants to give us an orgasm that will make him feel good knowing that he's made us feel good so right. then we take it to another level of we want him to feel good that he thinks he's made us feel good so we pretend to make him feel good to get that does that make sense yeah i get what you're saying yeah wouldn't, wouldn't that hurt like i mean so fuck both of us up <laughs> yeah he's so, not giving us what he's trying to give we're right. just pretending to give him what he wants so that he can give us what he wants but it never happened so he probably went home here, you know, I just He'd be like, yeah, right I satisfied her. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a provider. Right. He, which is horrible. Yeah, <laughs> right. Was, none of, because none of, none of he, those happened. But then he does the same shit the next time because he thought he made her come. And he did it. And then so we're faking it again. Right. So then you never, you never, you're the, the communication. It could be as a casual situation or it could be, you know, you've been in a relationship for 10 years but it's about you the communication's lost so you really can't improve your sex right. at all because uh, uh, you're not I'm, fucking I'm, being honest with each other I, i'm gonna be honest too i i have done it like men, men fake orgasm too like really <laughs> but hell yeah we fucking fake how, orgasm. <laughs> how can you fake it we, we fake it i've i've done it plenty of times the sex is wag i'm i'm, I'm gonna pull out act like i came and Take off to the fucking bathroom and say, uh, oh, turn shit, the fucking turn the fucking water off like I'm watching fucking come off my Oh hand. my like, god! Man, you fucking fake orgasm too. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yes, we do. Like I done it. Like I'm not even gonna, you know, I'm not gonna speak of like when I did it. But I, for me, like I have females where like the connection, like for me, is like. If the connection is good and the sex is amazing, like I have female where I click with right away, and there's something that's like it's just dry and like like I don't know what it is. It's just like all right, let's get this over with. When there's no effort, I think that's <laughs> a turn off for either party. Yeah, like for me, I like the vibe. Like I like the vibe, but like for me, because I'm like I'm old, you know. Like I like to, you know, if you can't if you can't do. For, do it for me mentally and and I don't see that I could grow with a person I don't even gonna waste my time like that's it you know like I mean I did that in my young time where you know like it was all about the sex and you know that's all I wanted to do but now it's like if you can't like if I'm not attracted to you or you just got a fat ass or you just got a nice body it just take more than that for me now nowadays like that's it I got it so yeah men's fake orgasm that you know what that I feel like that personally hurt when you said that. <laughs> yeah, we fucking fake it. <laughs> I fake orgasm plenty of times. 
Damn. Oh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm a. I'm a watch for that now. <laughs> I'm like, where's your spoof? Where's your fucking spoof at? Prove it to me. Yeah, yeah, that happened before. It was like, wait, I had a, I had a female think I was having. She think I was having too much sex because I, you know, she said, "Well, you don't have a lot of cum." She was checking for a cum. I'm like, yeah, I wiped it on sheet. What the fuck you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we fake our guys. You know, like. Damn, you learn something new every day. Definitely though. Um, so if one thing you would change, like, what, like. I, th- I think I asked you this already. What? What, what was? What, what was the worst thing that could happen that ever happened during sex for you? Like, what was the worst thing? The worst thing? Yeah. Oh shit! This is really graphic, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so embarrassing. Oh shit! Because <laughs> you know why it's so? It's still fresh. That's why. This is why it's oh, so to say it. Yeah, so <laughs> what happened was we had just, we had to like, you know, we had been doing doggy for a bit and he had bent, you know, bent me over. And you know, when you're in that position, sometimes, and he had to pull out and he was like, oh shit, let me take my socks off. So he's, I'm still bent over the couch. And so then, and then he's bending down to take his socks off. And then a fanny fart slips out and his head's right near my fucking ass. Oh my god. <laughs> so and then I said because I thought, oh my god, it sounded like a fart out of my ass. And then but me saying it wasn't I said, Oh my god, that was not what it was meant like but it just sounded like I was lying. And then I was just like I just I just wanted to fucking die and not much makes me embarrassed, like seriously. It takes a lot to embarrass me and that was one of like it's still so fresh that I can't believe I just said it. I won't even say it on my own fucking podcast. <laughs> well, so this well, is the worldwide exclusive right here. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> That's why you have these like, conversations. And his response was just like he was like a bit shocked, <laughs> and then he was just like, "Oh, I'll forgive you." And so then we just went back, and I was just like, "Hurry up, this is." start fucking again so I can just forget that ever happened. <laughs> and, I like, and I said, this is what happened when so, you fucking try to bend me over the fucking couch. So, was there a pause? Like, did there, he, was like... A pause. <laughs> there was a pause! <laughs> see, you're laughing so hard because you can see it all go Yo, down, right? You know what? Because I... Because I wouldn't like, know what to do. This is why you do, like... start fucking with socks on, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Take those fucking socks off before you start. <laughs> you know, I couldn't like I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Like I like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I'll probably have to take a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have to fucking make me fucking hard. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was nothing I could say that would not uh, make it look like I just like gave him pink eye. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> it was the worst. Oh, it was oh like it was like four weeks ago. So fresh. <laughs> so fresh. Wow, that's that's incredible, man. Uh yo, I re- I probably have to like take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I'm just lucky know. that it's someone that, you know, you have those in-between kind of buddies that have, have been in your life for like 10 years. Okay. But they just tend to pop up when you're like in-between relationships. He's that one. So it's like we have a lot of history together. So if there had been someone that like was really new, that like I would have even died even more. But he was, <laughs> it was just like the awkward <laughs> silence. It was so, oh my God, he was just like, and I said, it wasn't what you thought it was. And then I was like, fuck, it sounded like I'm lying. And then I just kept digging myself in a deeper hole. And then it was just like this long, awkward silence between us. And like, cause I'm literally butt naked, still bent over the fucking couch. <laughs> and then he's like butt naked, bent over taking his damn socks off. It was just like a shit show. So real quick, do you guys ever joke about this, like after the fact, <laughs> or he was just like buried, never coming back out again? Like <laughs> I actually had, I didn't bring it up to him after that, but best believe it went down in my girls' group chat the next day. <laughs> I was like, you will not fucking believe what the fuck just happened last night, and like, cause you know, we're we're girls are pretty bad, like they. We know each other's sex lives like detail by detail. Wow, you know, I, I, you know, I just think I'm just trying to right now. When you telling me, I'm really thinking back. Like, what is the most <laughs> embarrassing thing? I like for me, and I just can't come up with something that's just <laughs> <laughs> that is like that's incredible. That's incredible. Definitely. Yeah, uh, that's that. That's not even going on my own damn podcast. That's how embarrassing. <laughs> so I, I get, I get the exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? None of my audience is going to be listening to this shit. Because <laughs> you guys are in New York, mine are in Australia. I'm safe. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, nobody fucking New York. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> God damn, uh, fanny farts. Shit. <laughs> wow, that's that's incredible, man. Like, definitely. Have you ever have you ever had like an, an embarrassing date like something embarrassing that, like, date? I, I I've been on an embarrassing date like well, maybe like six, eight years ago where like tell me tell me uh, you know we went bowling and um there's a, there's a little place called Chelsea in New York and um we, I took her bowling you know we had we started having we had drinks we uh, took her to Chelsea. We went bowling, um, and it was cool. It was a cool day. We started drinking, and I went to bowl, and I had a fucking rip in my in my pants, <laughs> like all the way in the fucking middle. So I'm like saying, <laughs> like I'm saying, like I went to sit down. I'm like, she was like, why are you not fucking bowling? Like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> it took were me, you like, wearing any drawers? Yeah, I was I was wearing drawers, but it was just like obvious. My legs was out, and oh. I mean, I'm all the way in. The, I, I didn't live downtown, you know, at the time. So like, I'm literally like 45 minutes away from home. Oh and shit! I, you know, and we I and I took a cab, so like we was outdoors. Like my only way back home was you know either jumping on a train or jumping in a cab. So I was like, so she was like on the other side. It was like a little. A little bar, a bar between us, and I'm like, 
Yeah, I just ripped my pants. <laughs> it was it was our first date, and it was just like that's probably one of the most embarrassing moments for me on a date. Like it was crazy. I, you know what? That, that same so that funny. same that same location I had I had nightmare at that. I had two horrible dates there. Uh, the second time where um, it was like like across the street. It was like a little parking area. It was like a glass building. And I was like, you know what, let me park here. So we went bowling, same thing. This is a little, I was a little older at the time. And came back out, like every car on the on, on that block was gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking cold. No car. Oh shit. First, first date, I'm like, Oh my god, like what? what what's wrong with this place? So I had to convince I was like, sweetie, I live uptown. Let me just jump in a cab. Let me just get some money, just get this car out. So she she basically came uptown with me and we took a cab. <laughs> <laughs> she paid for the cab because like Shit. <laughs> So you know, I was like, you know, when I get to the house, I just you know, you know, this was a time where like you just carry cash on you, like so I just had to sell I was like yo just just believe me I got cash in the crib let me just just pay for this cab when we get get back down uptown I'll just give you the money back so she 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 bought onto it I did right you know got some cash came back you know it was like fucking a hundred and I think it was like a hundred and fifty dollars at the time to get the car out Damn. So, yeah, so that's probably like that was hard, but that was the same the same location, man. It's just like I never went back after that. <laughs> Go stay that away was, from that uh, place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bowling Bull, in Chelsea. So there you go. That's that's something personal from, from, my, <laughs> from my aspect one. But it definitely, you know, it's definitely fun having this conversation with you. Um you know, we should we should do this again. Let's um, do it. You know, Definitely, just you know, just for the people, just you know, if you want to listen to your podcast, just uh, everybody check her out. Um, definitely a fun conversation. I appreciate you doing this with me. Um, and definitely, once I publish this and we have a conversation, but thank you so much. No worries. Thanks so much for having me on. This has actually made my day. <laughs> definitely. So, what the fuck, right? So, with the uh, fuck. With the fuck, okay. Yep, like as in Whitney Houston, but without the voice. So W H I T. Yeah, with the fuck. All right, so with the fuck podcast, I'm definitely gonna check it out. And mine is over <laughs> conversation, so you're gonna have some serious topics. You're gonna have some fun topics. You talk yep. about sports, so just a little bit of everything. Um, definitely don't have any limitations. So once again, thank you so much. Thank this. you. This has been really fun. <laughs> Definitely. Appreciate you. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm/new. That's anchor.fm/new to get started.